Hi friends, it's Erin Michelle. Welcome to Steps to Trusting. At Steps to Trusting, it is our goal to meet you where you are in your faith journey and to encourage you to continue to take steps to trusting the Lord more fully. I'm excited you guys are here. We're going to continue on talking about the names of God. I want to tell you, I started this series because this is what I'm searching out. I found in the Old Testament over and over as I was reading that God says, for the sake of my name, for the sake of my name, and he talks about the actions that he will take. Usually it's actions of kindness towards his people. And when I think about how God takes actions for the sake of his name and how we are called to live like him, to mimic him, then I realize I need to not live for the sake of my name, but for the sake of his name. And if that's true, and I believe it to be true, then I need to know the names of my God. Last week, I talked a little bit about the name El Shaddai, God Almighty. And today, as I was studying, my intention was to move on to a different name of God. I actually was looking up the characteristic of God as our deliverer. And the resource that I was using sent me to Psalm 91, which in verse 3, it says, For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. But you know what? As I always tell you guys, read in context. I started at Psalm 91, verse 1. And I'm going to read it to you guys now. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I don't know if you guys caught it, but there in that first verse, at the second phrase, where it says, I will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, it does not say Almighty God, like we looked at last time, which Almighty God is El Shaddai. But Almighty is the same word, Shaddai, that his name El Shaddai comes from. And so we're looking at the Almighty, the most powerful one. And when I looked at some of the notes, it talked about nothing being too powerful for God. But there was also another name of God in that passage. I tell you all this to encourage you how God leads us. And in these last couple studies, I have felt God leading me where he wanted me to be. So I didn't come here looking for this name of God Most High or looking for Al Shaddai again. I came here looking for a deliverer, but here God had a message for us today. So that first phrase in Psalm 91 verse 1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. I want to stop and pause there and look at those words, Most High. Those come from the word Elyon which if you look up, is a name of God to be the supreme, most high, or elevated one. This reminds me of a conversation with a friend of mine recently where she was thinking about the lyrics from the song, What a Beautiful Name. And she was really contemplating on that idea of, you have no rival that we sing to God. I think this here, it it reminds me of that. It reminds me that the God Most High cannot have a rival. There is no one able to take that position from him. There is no one even close 
to taking that position from him. He is the God Most High, supreme, lifted up, El Elyon. All right, we're going to come back to that, but let's look at that next phrase that says, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And that's really what caught my attention first this morning, because I did come off of looking at El Shaddai, God Almighty. And so looking at this here, I was asking myself, what does it look like to abide in the shadow of the Almighty? And friends, I want you to pause and think about that. Because I'm not sure that when we think of living in someone's shadow, that that is a good picture that comes into our mind. So I went back and I looked up the original word for this too, and it talks about a shadow or a defense. This is not just living in someone's shadow. Our world will talk about if we live in someone's shadow, it's us not being seen for something that we usually think that we deserve to be seen over. But this is talking about us living in someone's defense, a defense that we need, a place of security. And as I contemplated, what would it look like for me to live in the shadow of the Almighty? We have to pull those two phrases together again. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So it starts with us dwelling in the shelter of the Most High, in that place of security, in that protected place of the God who has no rival. There is no one who can surpass this God. And I go back to that question of, have I been living for the sake of my own name? Or have I been living for the sake of God's name? And I look at that God most high. Now, if I flip into living for my own name, for building up my own name, and I stop living in, under the protection of the God most high, I put myself in a place where I want to rival God. I want position. I want to stand on my own and stand alone. And you know what? God has no rival, but we make ourselves in a position as if we could rival him. Friend, I'm here to remind you, which I'm actually preaching to myself, that we cannot rival God. We cannot take position. I cannot earn position that I have not been given by the God most high, the most supreme God with the most supreme authority. My authority trying to take something is not going to rival or match this supreme most high God. And so the question is, what does it look like to dwell in this shelter, in this place where the Most High God is protecting us, is holding us fast, is giving us things that we need? He's providing for us in the shelter. I think that this has to go back to that idea of turning that we have discussed so many times. And friends... (laughs) I'm going to continue to discuss it because I think it is a daily, minute-by-minute thing where we need to turn back to God. We need to decide to dwell in this place of shelter, and we need to recognize when we are not. 
because we often will not be dwelling in this place of shelter. We often will be off trying to make our own shelter or building our own towers. But God invites us into his shelter, his secret place, even though he is the most high God. So as we look at that and then go back to abiding in the shadow of the Almighty, I see this almost as a promise, a promise that if we dwell in that shelter, if we go back to run into that shelter over and over, coming back, turning back, saying, God, I want to live in the shelter of your name, live for the sake of your name, not for the sake of my name. If we run back to that over and over, I see this as a promise, a connection that we will abide in the shadow of the Almighty, in the shadow and in that protection. So God is the Most High God. His reputation, His goodness, His righteousness will overshadow ours. He is not rivaled. And yet this is not a place that we have to fight against. This is a place that we can choose to abide, we can find ourselves in this promise that we can live under the shadow. We can choose to stay in that protection of our God, our God who is all sufficient, El Shaddai, more than enough. I don't know if you have started hearing this theme yet in the podcast, but this is a theme that I am learning in my life. I believe there's this question in all of our hearts that seeks, am I enough? And I'm still trying to figure out how to communicate what I feel like I'm learning. But I feel like this world wants to tell us, you are enough. And inside our hearts, when it comes down to even things like the imposter syndrome, we look at ourselves and think, I know I'm not enough. I know I'm not living up to the standard. I know I could do this better. I know there is more for me to learn, but we want to hide that and we want to come and be accepted and see ourselves as enough and prove ourselves as enough, almost as if there's these competing things inside us and the world wants to tell us you are enough. And maybe that's why it hurts so bad when deep in our hearts we have those feelings of imposter syndrome. Because deep down, we know that we're falling short in some way, but we can abide in the shadow, in that protection, in that shelter of the God who is enough. Friends, again, if we go back to saying living for the sake of God's name and not for our name, we could live for the sake of proving we are enough. We could live for the sake of trying to be good enough or do good enough. We could look for that approval for people to tell us, you are enough. Or we could abide in the shadow of the Almighty, of the all-sufficient God, El Shaddai, who is enough. And he gives us that shadow, that protection, where we don't have to live up to being enough, but we rest in his presence. We rest in his protection because he is. Now, for some of you, you like the sound of this, but this doesn't yet make sense in your heart. And if that's you, I want to take a moment and I want to tell you guys about my God, my 
El Shaddai, my God who is enough, that I am trying to live for the sake of his name. He has another name, and it's Jesus. I want to walk you guys through and tell you a little bit about how we can rest under this protection. And actually, I'm going to start with the fact that we need this protection. And I'm going to do that by looking at something that they call the Romans Road. The Romans Road is simply several verses that are found in the book of Romans in the Bible that walk us through our need for God and how he has made up for this need. For some of you, this may be the first time that you're hearing this truth. You can actually just Google Romans Road if you want to have it in front of you. I will also put the links in my show notes today. If you know this truth of the gospel, if you know this path of how we seek God, I encourage you continue to listen because the gospel is not a one-time God saving us. The gospel is how we live out our lives. This idea of turning that we have talked about over and over is how we step out and walk out the gospel. I want to start by reading some of those verses for you. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We can see, even in our passage today, uh, when we talk about God's glory being the most high God, we can see that we fall short of the standard of being the elevated, lifted up one. Includes righteousness. He is elevated to that place of being most righteous. And we see here in this passage, it says that we come short of that glory. We come short of that standard. I think sometimes this is hard for people to see because we want to see the best in ourselves. We want to say, oh, it's not that bad when I do something wrong. But I want to pause here for a moment and talk about the truth of even a simple lie, how a simple lie can hurt people's character. It can hurt people's feelings. It can hurt relationship. It breaks trust. (laughs) If we have once lied in our life, then we have fallen short of a standard of goodness and righteousness. The next verse that you'll find on the Romans road is found in Romans 6:23. And it says for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And it's saying here first acknowledging the fact that when we sin, what we deserve is death. A punishment comes for sin. Again, I think this is hard to understand because we want to go back to and just say, can't we just forgive? But what if our action has ruined something for someone else? What if our action of that lie has broken the reputation of someone else? And God turned to us and said, it's okay, I forgive you, and just kind of lets it drop away. How do you think that person with the broken reputation, maybe a loss of a job because of it, or a loss of other relationship because of this lie. How do you think that that person would feel? Do you think that God is love being loving to that person as well? It's almost as if the other person has to pay for it. They have to hold it. 
But that's not what God did. And when you look at this verse, it's saying the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The next verse I want to read you guys is from Romans 5 verse 8. And it says, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus died for that sin. He took that punishment so that we don't have to hold our own punishment, so that other people don't have to hold the weight of our sin. He took that punishment. He paid for that sin. And he gave us a gift through Jesus Christ. That's what we receive through Jesus Christ. We receive his punishment in our place. While we were sinners, he died for us. He took our punishment. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. This involves a surrender. This involves a coming under. Friends, let's go back. There's one more verse here at the Romans Road, but let's go back and look at our verse for today. That he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. They will tuck in under in that shadow. They will surrender under what he has done for us. We will live in his enoughness, in his payment, in his death, because we aren't enough. We don't live up. Again, this world wants to tell us, you are enough. But the Bible, the truth of God tells us that we can be enough when we hide in the shadow of the one who is enough. So friends, this is for those of you that have never heard this before, or those of you that have heard this over and over. The gospel invites us to live for the sake of God's name, the almighty, all-sufficient God who is enough when we are not. And we can hide in the shelter, in the shadow, in the protection of the almighty. Looking back at Romans 10, 9 through 10, is for any of you who call upon the name of Jesus as Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Friends, this is calling out to God Almighty, to Jesus, who is enough when we are not. Romans 10 13 says, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All of us are invited to call upon the name of Jesus. All of us are invited to call upon the Almighty One. We're invited to abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And we can then say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. You guys know me. You know that I am seeking after a life of trust. I am finding myself in places where I am trying to build my own tall tower. 
where I'm trying to do things for my name and over and over. I need to see how I have turned from my God and to turn back to him. And I love that this passage for today, the second verse of Psalm 91. So verse two says, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. We can trust in his name. We can live for the sake of his name, the God most high, the almighty God, God who is all sufficient, God who is enough, Jesus. Dear God, I thank you for this time to look at your word. I thank you how you've been leading me to know more about you. Lord, I pray this for myself and I pray for those who feel in a similar place to me that they would pray it for themselves. But Lord, I ask your forgiveness for not seeking your name, for not living for the sake of your name, for the times that are many, that are often, that I turn and I live for the sake of my name. But Lord God, I pray that you would use my life, use our lives, use our words, use our influence, use our relationships to declare who you are, Lord, that we can tuck under your wing, that we would find ourselves in the shadow of the Almighty, dwelling in the shelter of the God most high, the God who is not rivaled, that we cannot rival. Forgive us, Lord God, for when we try to rival you, turn our hearts to live and proclaim you, to raise you high to the place that you deserve in our lives. Change my heart change our hearts. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If this is a new message for you, this message that the Romans road tells us, that all of us are sinners, that we don't find ourselves in that standard of enough alone, but that God died for us, rose for us, and gave us that gift so that even though we, without Christ, are not enough, we can hide in the shadow of his enoughness. I pray that whether you're hearing that for the first time or whether you are trying to apply that to your life over and over, that you would find yourself living in the shadow of God Almighty, the one who is enough, even when we are not. Thank you for joining me in this series. It has been a blessing to my heart to be learning more and more about who God is. Friends, If this was an encouragement to you, I ask, would you share it with a friend who may need to hear these truths? I would also love to connect with you myself. I encourage you to sign up for my newsletter at erinmichelle.net. That's the best place for you to get connected with me. You can also find my free five-day journaling resource. It's five days of looking at God's Word and spending time journaling to look at what are the next steps of trust that God has for me. So I pray that that is a good resource for you. That's available now. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Steps to Trusting. I would love to have some of this discussion with you there. I'm so thankful to have you here, and I hope to see you all back here next time. But till then, I want to leave you with this reminder from Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's workmanship, 
created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Friends, I'm praying for you as you keep on stepping.